from NPR and WNYC, coming to you from beautiful Brooklyn, New York. It's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now, here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. You're welcome, Ophira. I don't usually do this, but I've been treating myself recently with a bagel. And I will say that I don't generally eat bagels because um, they're huge. Oh it's, my like God. A, it's, like a, it's like a cake. So I went to the bagel store and I said to them, which ones are hot? And the guy said everything, and oh, I was like, "Don't come mock on, man!" Me. <laughs> like I'm not looking for, you know, the sort of like everything's good here. What's what's your best thing on the menu? Everything. Everything. Everything is fantastic. Everything's fantastic. Can't go here. wrong. I love all of it. So I sighed beneath my mask, and my <laughs> eyes turned sad, and I said, "Okay, I'll have a sesame bagel," and he said. Why are you getting a sesame bagel when you just asked me what's hot and I said everything? <laughs> now I'm getting the joke. <laughs> now I'm getting the joke. Oh, that's a kind of bagel. <laughs> that is very funny. I didn't, you know what? I should have seen that coming, but I did not I see that coming. I didn't see it coming. Yeah. I, I mean, I literally looked at him with this, like, how can you do this to me? I'm chasing <laughs> after a moment here. Yeah, and I can understand his annoyance, too, because he's like, this lady asked me what's hot, and I tell her, and then she gets something not hot. She's, she's the only person in New York City who wants a not hot bagel. What's yeah. your oldest bagel? You got any day-olds? <laughs> right. It would be, and who doesn't love an everything bagel? They're designed to be loved by everyone. Best you always get you always get multi you get a dozen bagels for your party. Yeah, you get like six to eight everything's as part of that dozen, and then you get like one egg for the weirdo. <laughs> you know, like yes. So I got my everything bagel, and I bit into it, and it was hot. And then steam came out from inside of it because that's how hot it was. Oh, and for it's... a brief moment, I was like, you know what? We're all gonna make it through. It's going to yeah. be okay. I will just say that part of the motivation of getting the bagel for the soothing is because I'm trying to distract myself from the fact that this is our second to last show. So we're just going to play some fun games and joke around with a bunch of our friends that we love uh, to distract ourselves. And then, you know, we're going to invite them back for our final episode next week. That's right. We'll all say goodbye together. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take another bite of the bagel. Let's do this. I know what you're saying. Let's do it. We are so glad that comedians Aparna Nanturla and Joelle Nicole Johnson are back to play some games with us. Hello. Thank you so much. So let's see. The last time uh, you were both on the show... Joelle, had you already moved? You moved. Yes. To Atlanta. You're still in Atlanta. I am presently in New Jersey. You're right in now. New Jersey. Well, yes. Do you have any like new location ideas of where you want to live or are you kind of settled? Oh, you do. Update. Okay, what's the update? We're buying our first house yeah. in Brooklyn. So we looked at a spot. Yes. So oh, we're moving amazing. back. That's the tea. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are still looking. So still looking. saw a place yesterday or the other day that we really liked. Um, so we're going to see. Ooh. That might be it. It's a maybe. Yeah. You go in a place and you're like, okay, how do we get this? <laughs> I yep. always felt so much pressure uh, because yeah. everyone wants you to move fast. Yeah, especially New York. Yeah. Aparna, last time we talked, you were you were writing a book. How's the book going? Well, we have now we have a first draft, so now editing. That's huge. All right. First draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Are you That's- tired? Are you over it? Are you over the words that that you've written? Yeah, I mean, I was over them as I was writing them, <laughs> <laughs> but now I get to change them all, so that was good. Uh, and how do you nice. feel about feedback in general? I am anti-feedback. Okay. <laughs> like, don't like feedback on my mic. Don't like feedback from others. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we've, we've cooked up a couple other games for you. Are you ready for a couple games? Ready. 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 All right. So first is an audio quiz. Do you, did either of you listen to those um, kids bop songs when you were a kid or have the albums, what have you? Kids bop? No. <laughs> Too old. That wasn't my age range. I did not have this either. Okay, so Kids Bop, in case you don't know, is a long-running series of pop songs covered by children, and occasionally they have to change the lyrics to make the song more family-friendly. Oh. Got it, got it. So we're going to play you a clip of a song that's had its lyrics changed, and then it's up to you to earn a point however you see fit. You can identify the song or the artist who made it famous. You can give the original lyric. You can uh, offer other information that you think would be fun. So uh, you'll take turns answering questions, but also if you want to work together, we really can't stop you. Oh. Here we go. All right, Joelle. The original version of this song was released in 2009. Before I leave, brush my teeth and then I go and pack. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. Oh. Oh, that's all I get? Yeah. Um. Wait, were those lyrics changed? Those were For changed. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you which part of it. It's the it was before I leave, brush my teeth, and then I go and pack was changed. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't oh. coming back. By the way, let's just have a moment that this is a song for children when they hear about, I guess, running away. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just for the night. <laughs> I thought night. It, I I went I went even darker. I was like, oh, go to the other parents. Oh, house. that's oh, that's nice. Oh, right, it's a song You're... about divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's a uh, hint. Uh, the artist used to have a um, dollar sign symbol as part oh. of her name. Kesha. Yes. TikTok by 2009. Oh. Kesha. Didn't okay. Kesha predict TikTok? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and the original lyric was, before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Ah. Because oh, when I leave it. for the night, I ain't coming back. Brushing your teeth with Jack. That is a way to pregame that I have <laughs> never thought of. <laughs> All right, Aparna, here is the Kids Pop okay. cover of a 2013 hit. But every song's like gold teeth, gold goose, singing in the bathroom, grass stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room, we don't care. Who is it? 
Lord. Yes. It is Lord Royals. That's correct. Wow. Yeah, Lordy. Did you uh, did you catch which uh, which lyric had been changed? No. Hmm. I was so excited I knew the song. I just like <laughs> blacked out. <laughs> well, I'll say in the Kids Bop version, it's a uh, gold teeth, gold goose singing in the bathroom, grass stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. Uh, and uh, the original lyric is uh, gold teeth, gray goose tripping in the bathroom, blood stains, ball gowns, trash in the hotel room. So I like, I really, I find, I don't know. I find the switch from blood stains to grass stains extremely charming. That's amazing. And I think Lord was like 16. Yeah. It's a very intense 16 year old. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. That's like every, every new teen <laughs> sensation is like increasingly world weary. Cause Billie Eilish is like, oh I my mean, goodness. He's singing oh, about things that. Like menopause and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she did the perimenopause in her first album, and now she's covering menopause. Amazing. Yeah. All right, Aparna, Kids Bop changed two parts of these lyrics from a 2009 song. I'm so- Oh, dang. I, a song is familiar, but I couldn't tell you. Is it a group or a single person? It is a group. A group? Yep. It is a group named after a form of transportation. Oh. Train. Train. Yeah, it is yeah. a train, train song. That's that a was... train song? Yes. It is a train I'm song. I'm sorry. Train I... is the name of a group? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yep. knew, I knew there was a band called Train, but I only know Meet Virginia. You guys right. remember that? Right, of course. Hit? That's right. I didn't know they made anything after that. This, this song is called Hey Soul Sister. And the lyrics that were changed were, uh, like a virgin became like a pop star, your Madonna. Oh. My heart is bound to beat right out my untrimmed chest got changed to pounding chest, which I guess <laughs> they want kids to make sure they grow all the hair. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, that's so specific, but you're like, what is that saying? Yeah. We don't want to teach kids about manscaping. No. And every I kid- feel like I'm being gaslit. Train is a real group. <laughs> this is, are they American? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're from America? Yeah. It would you be a very funny go. gag if we just, just decided to make up a group called Train just to fool you. <laughs> You're like, you guys I just know keep that's talking like about it. Like, you gotta Google them because they need those clicks. <laughs> that's right. Joyelle, this one is a cover from a song from 2017. I just took a DNA test, turns out I'm 100% that kid, even when I'm crying crazy. I like that they took out the Oh, sorry, NPR. <laughs> that's um, that's right okay, that's in. what it is. That's what My the answer bad. is. Happy um, Lizzo. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I know that song. And you figured out what they changed. Uh, I love it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, they said no. you can't curse. I was told not to curse. So <laughs> well, I and then we died. did a game about cursing. So that's it's right. Not, right. You know, that's right. <laughs> kind of setting uh, you up there. Set you up. There you go. No kid believes they're 100% kid, by the way. Every kid's like, I'm 10% dragon. <laughs> yeah, if, if kids ran 23 and it would be a lot more fun. <laughs> they'd That's run, true. exactly. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
be like a 5% robot, 7% centaur, got some T-Rex. 25% fireman. <laughs> Thank you so much. You did fantastic with that. Oh. We'll play another game with Aparna and Joelle after the break, plus our go-to guest musician Julian Villard and puzzle guru Cecil Baldwin will take their turn in the puzzle hot seat, or shall I say, the puzzle room temperature seat. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor TD Ameritrade. There's no ROI on TMI. That's why TD Ameritrade created a learning experience that will actually learn with you. Curated from their vast library of exclusive content, it customizes to fit your investing goals and interests. So you get exactly the information you need and none of the information you don't. Get started at tdameritrade.com education. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. It's amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the US that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash match. 2021 Nielsen Report, limitations apply. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. This is our penultimate episode, and we're playing games with our friends, comedians Aparna Nanchurla and Joelle Nicole Johnson. Are you ready for another one? Ready, ready. Yes. All right, so this one is called Real or Fake College Essay. Oh. <laughs> we're going to give you a college application essay prompt. And you are just going to tell us if it's something an admissions office actually made their applicants waste their time writing or oh. if it's something we just made up. Yeah. I worked in the admissions office at my college. You yeah. did? Really? I did, my favorite memory is a kid had a, a letter of recommendation from Vice President Al Gore <laughs> and Whoa. he did not get into ah! the school. <laughs> oh, and I was my like, God. I had to file that paper. I was like, you're going to be mad. <laughs> That makes He's me happy. So mad. I mean, not that it doesn't mad. make me happy that Al Gore, you know, uh, stuck his neck out for some kid, <laughs> but that uh, it's you know it doesn't always work like that. You don't just get no nope. yes, exactly yeah. yeah merit nope and money. That's the real inconvenient truth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, All right. A part of this one is for you. Okay. Real or fake from the University of Chicago, if there's a limited amount of matter in the universe, how can Olive Garden offer truly unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks? I mean, that's a good prompt. It's pretty good. It's funny, though, but then I always think of University of Chicago as a sort of outside-the-box school, but I'm still going to say it's fake. It's real. No. It's real. I have none. I, I have no samples. I wish I had samples. Yeah. I, you. Right. I sort I of read those. wanted it to be real, so I'm glad I was wrong. They're the best breadsticks for me. <laughs> I just didn't know all this time, you know, as a writer, you think about all the jobs. I want to write for Hallmark. I didn't know I wanted to write prompts 
for college yes. applications. Yeah. yeah. That one was inspiring. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. All right, Joelle. Real or fake from Brandeis University. If you could choose to be raised by robots, dinosaurs, or aliens, which would you pick? I want that to be real. I really do. <laughs> I'm going to say real. Yes, it is real. You're correct. What? Yes. <laughs> uh, and by the way, we, we all know the answer to that is aliens. Aliens, yeah. robots, or dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't want to be raised by dinosaurs at all. Dinosaurs at all. is the wild card there. Yeah. yeah. Robots? Yeah. I mean, that's, being, that's happening right now. Siri or yes. Alexa? Who do you want to be your mom? Siri or Alexa? <laughs> yeah, I guess aliens is the answer, especially if they're smarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep. Okay. Aparna, from Miami University of Ohio. Whoa. Which... <laughs> I, I think I got I think I got a brochure from them. It really? really threw me. Okay. I was yeah. like, Miami, but Ohio. What? <laughs> I know. That is some like, wow, did you not end up in the right place? A couple things. <laughs> Okay, from Miami University of Ohio, you have an unlimited number of Legos. What do you build? I think that is real. Sorry, that is fake. That one is fake. That one is fake. Yeah, I know. I had high hopes for Miami University in Ohio, but I should have remembered the Ohio part. I know. (laughs) I did a tiny little bit of research, though, and it is the highest rated party school in Ohio. I don't know if yeah. that says a lot. Does that say a lot? <laughs> it's the Miami. It's the Miami part. The Miami. They doomed their school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think New Orleans University of Wisconsin is a little more of a party school. <laughs> okay, Joelle, from Penn, you have just finished your 300-page autobiography. Please submit page 217. UPenn or Penn State? Uh, it's UPenn, so that's UPenn. Okay, then, because that sounds real from you, Pat. It's very, you know, yeah. erudite. Is that a word? Um, yeah, yeah, you are correct. That is real. That is real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it said the biography, what's the last page? 217. It's a very specific page to, of a 300-page biography. autobiography. Submit page 217, which I wonder what, what point in the autobiography is 217? Is that the, like... Coming out of your crisis, or what are they? What do you think? Right, exactly. Because I'm like two thirds in. First of all, no autobiography should be 300 pages. Let's start with that. No, especially not when you're 18 years old. Yeah, 150. Wrap it up. (laughs) 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 All right, Aparna from John Hopkins. Mm. Using a piece of wire, a university car window sticker an egg carton, and any inexpensive hardware store item. Create something that would solve a problem. Oh, dang. You went for like Iron Chef style <laughs> Exactly. MacGy- what in the MacGyver? <laughs> MacGyver University, yeah. I will say it's real. Totally real. You yeah. are correct. 100%. Yes. I'll be like, I'm not going to this school. <laughs> yeah, I said it. My reaction to is like, this is not the school for me. No, thank yeah. you. Well, I can't even think. What would you make? What would you make? A wire, a wire, a, a window sticker, co- window sticker, egg carton, and an inexpensive hardware store item. Well, you'd have a safe, a safe, secure place to park your car, and then maybe with like a pipe or something, and the wire, egg carton you could use for soundproofing. You would turn your car into a mini podcast studio, and at least have a place to record. How about that? 
Whoa. Ophira, you should you, you should go to John, Johns Hopkins. <laughs> right. Obviously. I declined. I declined. <laughs> okay. I was going to say anything on Etsy. Or anything on Etsy. <laughs> right. Art. Just beautiful art. art. Yeah, Come beautiful on. art. All right. This is your last clue. Joyelle from Tufts. Kermit the Frog famously lamented, it's not easy being green. Do you agree? I feel attacked. Um... <laughs> I know, that is some thinly veiled uh, right. essay prop. <laughs> like, who are you asking that yeah, to? Right? That yeah, right? Is... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's really difficult to be a colored person in America. <laughs> I agree with you, Kermit. We're talking about frogs. I mean, Muppets. <laughs> um, Jesus, that, uh, that's, I hope that's fake, because that's a terrible, uh, not yeah. aware question to ask. I'm that's sorry, it's actually, it is actually real. <gasps> I'm writing a letter. I'm writing a letter. <laughs> uh, I'm Bernadette Nentrela and Joelle Nicole Johnson. Thank you so much for joining us. Would you be into hanging out with us next week? Yes. yes. The best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Our next two guests are not just guests. They are our go-to guest puzzle guru and guest musician from our Bell House days. Cecil Baldwin voices the podcast Welcome to Night Vale, which is now in its 10th season, and he co-hosts Random Number Generator Horror Podcast Number 9. Julian Villard's latest album is Please Don't Make Me Play Piano Man. Cecil, Julian, welcome back to Ask Me Another. Oh, hello, hello. Hey. Cecil, you moved. I did. I did. Well, I move all the time. You move all the like, time. Just, just, just in space. Just movement? Just movement. Just, I just <laughs> yeah. move in space. Yeah. You're live and agile. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Uh, but no, I, I vacated New York City and I moved to Asheville, North Carolina to oh. embrace my inner hippie. So people have joked before that Asheville and Brooklyn could be sister cities. Is that? Is there any truth oh, to that? Oh, yes. Oh, really? yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, do you want oat milk? We got it. Do you want oat <laughs> milk made at like your local farmers market co-op? We got that too. <laughs> it's delightful. Okay, but how much is the oat milk? Is that where the difference is? is no nope, like... price point. Still about the same. Oh, actually, <laughs> I hate that. Brooklyn prices. Uh, <laughs> yep, Brooklyn prices, indeed. Uh, and was it emotional leaving New York? Oh, it really was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like a full you know, three months of hitting all my favorite New York hotspots and just like soaking in the New Yorkness before I had to say goodbye. But you know, the thing about New York is that it's still there. Yeah. Oh no, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> and it has that painful thing where as far as I know, and Julie, I want to hear uh, about this from you since you grew up here, that when you come back, you're also like, Oh, that place I used to what yeah. a CVS. Yeah. Well, I, you know, we kind of ran in the night. Like, I feel like you, that's sort of how you have to leave New York. And like, it's like you just run in the middle of the night for your life after two decades of adult life there. Just like, okay, we're, we're, we're out of here. Um, it's like a hostage situation. A little bit. I mean, yeah. I, I've definitely for years thought I have a, a whole Stockholm Syndrome situation going on with yeah. the five boroughs, especially with the subway where I was mm-hmm. the biggest oh, yeah. like subway advocate. And then I had to come back. We left in September. And I, where I presently am in St. Louis, which is sort of a way station for the family, sort of a way station for anybody who lives here. Let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> lovely city. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, yes. It's a wonderful place for someone who grew up on the Upper West Side. It's great. Um, 
okay, so when you're walking around uh, where you are now and you meet people, do you feel like you're an outsider? Do you feel like you're constantly just wearing the sort of clothing that I'm from New York? My neighbor has already complained to my landlord that I pace too much outside of my house on the phone. So, same, Julian. Without the complaint, but it's, yeah. Seriously, they've said, something's wrong with that man. He's always pacing in front of his house talking on a cell phone. They don't know about getting business done. They know nothing yeah. about getting business done. <laughs> That's how it works. You get on the phone, you just walk back and forth yeah. to the deal. That's your done. office. <laughs> That's an office in New York City. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's try this. I I don't think we've ever done this. We've had you both obviously uh, lead games, but have you have you been on the other side of a game? I don't think so. I feel that they've tested games with me during soundcheck, and I'm highly competitive. Yes, as a mm. game player, to the point where it's a borderline obnoxious. It's it's like <laughs> I try, I'm trying to beat all the good. PAs on the show, and it gets really aggressive. And so great. It's, it's a it's a great side of me that has never been displayed on the air that I'm grateful for. That you know, I, it gets a little ugly sometimes. So I'm oh, I have this will be my friend. okay. I know that. And actually, Cecil, I'm thinking you were you came as a contestant. You have yes. already been on both. Yes, sides. Yes, I have. Yeah, um, I came on with my friend Kate Jones, who uh, actually lost on an early, early, early right. episode of Ask Me Another at the Bell House, and so we tried to get a little redemption under our belts yeah. for Kate. And it worked out. It did. It worked out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vindicated. Great. So then you you know the games. So we, we thought if you know the games and you know the best games, we should play one of our favorite games with you. You know what I'm talking about. This, that, or the other. Okay? Love it. It's simple. We'll give you the name of something and you just tell us which of three categories it belongs to. Jonathan Coulton, what are today's categories? Today's categories are famous gemstones, like the Hope Diamond, Revlon lipstick colors, and video games in Nintendo series The Legend of Zelda. All right, Julian, starting with you. Gemstone, lipstick, or Zelda? Moon of Baroda. I'm going to say that is a gemstone. Yes, it is a gemstone. It was a diamond worn by Marilyn Monroe in the press tour for Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. It was the largest diamond she wore in her lifetime. <laughs> Which I feel like I would love to say that about something. I'm going to trying to think I, of what is the largest <laughs> diamond I've ever worn. <laughs> exactly. In my uh, let's see. Well, there's still time, everybody. There's still time. Yeah. Let me just make a list of all the dime all the named diamonds that I've ever worn <laughs> and then we'll figure out which of them is the biggest. <laughs> All right, Cecil, gemstone, lipstick, or Zelda, Majora's Mask. That's got to be Zelda. Yeah, that's a Zelda game. Uh, Nintendo 64 featured Mm. a Groundhog Day-style story where uh, the hero Link had to prevent the moon from crashing into the town and killing everybody. Classic. Classic situation. And there's a mask involved. So there's a mask involved. It's the same day over and over and impending doom. Got it. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> Julian, Twilight Princess. Ooh. Um, that's a very strange lipstick, I'm going to say. <laughs> you know, I can tell you've never worn lipstick. 
<laughs> I, it would be weird, I think, to to wear. You'd be like, "What are you wearing, Twilight?" Twilight Princess. Princess. I know yeah. that would be definitely marketed to like tweens or something like that. Yeah, um, goth tweens. Yeah, yeah, right. Twilight Princess. Just call it Kristen Stewart. No, that is Zelda. That is a, a game that came out for two Nintendo systems: the GameCube and the newly released Wii. The GameCube version depicts the hero Link as left-handed. Whoa. But in the Wii version, to accommodate the Wii's motion controls, the entire game was mirror-flipped to make Link right-handed, because most players would be right-handed. Wait, is that is that canon that Link is a left-handed uh, hero? You're talking to the wrong person. I'm just mad that it's called Legends of Zelda, and so far it's a male protagonist. How did that happen? Well, I, well that's what threw me, because I, keep, I always forget Zelda's the princess. And Link is the hero. Right. But now I want to replay the NES game and check which hand he's wielding his. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm being told by my producer that, in fact, Link is left handed. That is a thing. Wow. That is Link's thing. That's amazing. Amazing. So, But they had to mirror flip it. I, You know, I would love to have known if that was like a problem that they were trying to solve for like countless meetings. And all of a sudden, someone said, I know, we'll flip in. They were like, you're getting a promotion. Or if it was just the first thing. They're just like, eh, flip it. Yeah, all right, next. It. I'm just do a search and replace, just replace <laughs> yeah, exactly. all the pluses with minuses. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, Cecil. Midnight Mystery. Oh, man. I feel like Midnight Mystery has got to be a lipstick color. It is absolutely a lipstick color. It's kind of a blue-black color, yeah. Just like mm-hmm. my heart. <laughs> yeah. That's that it's supposed to match your heart. There's some lipsticks that match your inner organs. So you just do, you, you do that color test. Ooh, the first. spleen is amazing. Reapply, reapply. Everybody wants liver lips, right? <laughs> liver <laughs> lips. Know. They start red, they turn brown. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Julian. Iced amethyst. Ooh, that's gotta be a gemstone. Iced amethyst. Is uh sounds like a Starbucks drink. Honestly, I was like, oh, that's a Starbucks drink. But no, it's a <laughs> lipstick. It is a berry-colored lipstick. Uh, but here's a fun fact about amethyst. Ancient Greeks believed that amethyst would keep you from getting drunk, so they would make wine glasses out of amethyst uh, to help you, yeah, I guess, drink longer, stay sober longer. Why would you ever want to... I mean, why would you ever want to drink out of an amethyst wine glass if it's not going to get you drunk? First of all, super heavy. I mean, so really, heavy, like, heavy. Yeah, you can't even get that to your lips. That's that's the first reason you're not getting drunk. <laughs> you can't lift it after a while. And second, you want to—it's just so you could party longer, baby. That's all. Yeah, it's all just about—it's about hanging out. It's about hanging out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, this is the last one, Cecil. It's for you. Minish cap. Uh, I, you know, just. I can't imagine putting anything called Minish Cap on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have, I'm having a hard time. It doesn't sound terribly sexy or alluring, so Gemstone is probably out. I'm going to go with Zelda. You are correct. It's actually well the, the, done. the word Minish is an archaic word meaning to lessen. And in this Zelda game, the hero Link uses the Minish Cap to shrink in size. Also yeah. like my heart. <laughs> also like your heart. Very small and sort of a blue-black color. Uh, yep, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the opposite of, of fedora, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well done. Lots of points were had and someone won. If you want to know, do you want to know who won? Do you care? As of being a highly competitive person, I don't need to know. 
I know who won. Okay. I know, I know okay. it was not. It was not me. Okay, that's that's what your tone said. <laughs> yes, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not happy with the result of this game. Coming up next, some real sponsorship messages and then some fake sponsorship messages. More with Cecil and Julian and, of course, our MVP VIPs, the Lopez's. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Best Fiends. When it comes to match three style puzzle games, only one reigns supreme. Best Fiends. It's an action-packed adventure game and puzzle game rolled into one, so it's no wonder it's got so many five-star reviews. Plus, there's new content added all the time. If you're tired of crushing the same old candy, give Best Fiends a try. You can download Best Fiends free on the App Store or Google Play Store. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. So we have approximately 1.33333333333 episodes left. And we're playing games with two guys who are always there for us in our time of need. Our guest puzzle guru, Cecil Baldwin, and our guest musician, Julian Villard. Okay, are you ready for another one? Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. So on TV, they are called commercials. On public radio, they are called funders. And on podcasts, they are called mid-rolls. So this game is called That's How I Mid-Roll, and every answer is a company known for advertising on podcasts. We are going to read you a mid-roll. You are going to tell us the name of the company. But the twist is, the person who wrote these mid-rolls has done no research as to the companies. Uh, so instead, they have just given it their best guess based on the company's name. And we should note that we are not getting paid by any of the companies that we're about to mention. <laughs> we don't even know if they're NPR underwriters. We haven't bothered to check because, frankly, you know, we got a bad case of senioritis at this point. We're out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's do it. Okay, Cecil, this first one is for you. Do you have monsters under your bed? <laughs> That is so last year. Now your mattress can be made of ghosts. This company truly is changing the way people sleep because of the ghosts. You know, I'm still waiting on my free Casper mattress. <laughs> free? But you until, are correct. And, uh, yeah, until uh, that day happens, I, you know, I just have to sleep on my sleeping bag on the floor. Julian. Want to retool your website but don't have the time? Now you've got nothing but time. So let us put you in a 5x5, 10x10, or 12x12-foot room where the only thing that's ever unlocked is your potential. I'm going to say Squarespace. Squarespace is correct. That's right. You know what? You know who shouldn't have the power to make her own website? Me. Mm. (laughs) I I will say this, Ophira. I have seen some of your attempts at graphic design on the internet. (laughs) Hmm. And I think that is a correct statement. You should not make your own website. <laughs> I, I, I really liked my little graphics recently. I'm, I'm going to talk to you later about that. Anyways, you're correct. All right, Cecil. 
Ladies, if you live alone, you've been here. You're getting ready for work, but you can't quite reach behind you to fasten your dress all the way up. Let this company analyze hundreds of online profiles so you can find the perfect candidate to close those interlocking teeth. What is that? J date? <laughs> J date. <laughs> what do you say? I, I, I don't know. That's okay. literally the. That's the only. Well, Scruff would be the uh, the app Perfect. I would go to. Perfect. Those are okay. literally the only two I know of. It's a uh, Julian. I think Julian, Julian knows. knows. It because oh, Julian, Julian's bursting. Oh Julian's he's vibrating. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Julian is about to explode out of screen. Is it ZipRecruiter? Yes, ZipRecruiter. That is right. All right, this is your last clue, Julian. If you have always wanted to live a real life Space Jam. I mean, who hasn't? You're in luck. (laughs) Just use our DNA testing kit and upload your personal genetic information to our online database for a chance to hang out with Chicago Bulls era Michael Jordan. I mean, I this is come on. Um, (laughs) 23 and me is the answer. Yes, that's right. You got it. Julian Cecil, have you done 23 and me? No, I'm good. I'm I'm pretty sure if I did it, I'd just like come back like 100% who you are exactly <laughs> i'm like if people see me they're like oh i, I know where that guy's from <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen this model before yeah, don't worry yeah, about absolutely. it absolutely great job do you want to know who won that round i know who won this round who won that round i won the round <laughs> you won the round yes you did win the round all right so that means that we're at a tie so you know what that means you have to come back that's the rule cecil julian we'll see you next week See you then, Ophir. Thank you. Bye. Bye. They're back. Kristen and Bobby Lopez wrote the music for Frozen, Coco, and are the ones behind that WandaVision song, Agatha All Along. They've also won every single award available, but it pales in comparison to their greatest accomplishment, having appeared on Ask Me Another a record five times. This will be their sixth. Kristen, Bobby, welcome back. Hey. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. I think it was the last time we talked, but it could have been two times ago, that you were both experimenting with some pretty high-end pizza combinations. Oh, Fira. (laughs) 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 I literally, last week, I I told him, like, you've developed a strange tick where whenever we (laughs) run out of something to think about or talk about, he just goes right to the default of talking about pizza. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like what sorts of things does he say about pizza? It's a weird, um, as the kids say, hyperfixation uh-huh. that he's got right now where <laughs> there's a little pause and then he'll go, I've been thinking about experimenting with a thicker crust. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a relatively typical like dad in the middle zone of his life thing. Yeah. Is that yeah. Your children are now old enough that you don't have to constantly tend to them and take care of them and you have but you have all this energy from doing that and so you have a new child which is pizza. P- exactly. So but I I'm just guessing that you also have been working so much during this time. WandaVision, which, of course, you also did a lot of um, writing for uh, with a different a different song for every episode. Yep, that was the most fun job ever. That really was a was dream blast. job. All right, so this is perfect segue because I am 
I'm guessing, but you tell me, did you listen to a lot of TV theme songs as you were working on WandaVision? A fair amount, though. They yeah. live, like, they live in us. Sorry, I just, I got so excited about it <laughs> that I hit the microphone. microphone. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, really, like, theme songs. They live in us. Theme, theme songs. <laughs> Hear this? That's inside of me. <laughs> and 80s jingles are all just there. I'm, I won't remember what we did yesterday, but it, you name me a product from the 80s oh. and I can sing the jingle. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, I mean, the big trend these days, of course, is shows based on books, but the trend we miss in TV is theme songs with lyrics, right? Yes. I miss yeah. that so much. So uh, who's going to solve this problem right now? This game All and right. Jonathan Colton. Right. No Jonathan Colton. That's right. We have changed the lyrics of older TV theme songs to make them about recent TV series based on books. You can earn a point by telling me the name of the TV show that I'm singing about and another point by telling me what TV theme I am singing. All right, you ready? All right. Ready. Okay. Okay, here we go. Just, you probably know what it is already, right? Oh, Sit yeah. right back in yeah, here, okay. a tale. <laughs> okay, here we go. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a wealthy town. The scandals that enveloped it and the lady whistled down. With pregnancy, fake dating too, an evil duke and his son. A judgy queen and lots of sex in the Regency style. Very good. Ooh, I like that. Oh, thank yeah. You. All right. Well, we know it's Gilligan's Island. That's a yes. tune. That's a yes. tune. Isn't it, uh, isn't it Bridgerton? The TV show. Yes. Bridgerton. It is Bridgerton. Bridgerton. That yes. is correct. Yes. All right. That's right. Shonda Rhimes could make a retirement home sexy. I swear. <laughs> All right. Here's another one for you. Here's the story of a secret agent who was feeling just a little bit ignored. She was always on the case, never ending, but she was getting bored. It's the story of a rogue assassin who knows how to draw pilastri from her shell. She's a killer and she's a fashion icon. Her name is Villanelle. It's Killing Eve. It's Killing Eve. That's right. That's the theme song about the show Killing Eve. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the Brady Bunch, yeah. Yeah. Was Killing Eve based on a book? We have to get that book. Yeah. It was. It's a whole series of books, the Villanelle series by Luke Jennings, yeah. And I'm going to say this is inspiring in a way that they were all first published as ebooks. Wow. Yeah, this was something wow. very recent. They're, they're um, environmentally friendly. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. That's a good point. Never right? thought of that. <laughs> Talk about right. pizza, honey. Talk about pizza. <laughs> Stick to pizza. All right, here's another one. You get the best of both worlds. Time travel surprise, Scotland's full of hot guys. You get the best of both worlds. Got a second husband and you're living in the best of both worlds. That is Hannah Montana and oh, it's yeah. Outlander. Yeah, that's nice. correct. Well done. I'm just glad we're on the same team for this one. <laughs> I didn't know that one. All right, here's another one. Life is like a ran fair here at... Oxford, 
Demons, witches, armored bears visit new worlds. It's Armageddon. Might dethrone heaven. Dust tails. Woohoo. Okay, All right, so we know it's DuckTales. DuckTales, right? We know, yeah, we it know it's DuckTales. And it's the, the golden compass, right? It's the... Um... Oh, yes. It's um his Dark Materials. His Dark Materials. His dark yes. Materials, that is yeah. correct. Well done. Yes, with, with Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's right. Our buddy and friend, which is um, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Redundancy. All right, here's the last one. Thank you for being a pal. Though I'm an angel and you're from hell We find ourselves in a kind of divine detente But if you swap the Antichrist Then heaven's armies got involved It's not remiss to fight that old apocalypse But it's reasonable to say I think the world's gonna end (laughs) Nice that's okay, good. so it's definitely Golden Girls, and it's that show that Lucifer? has the word omen in it. Oh, not a bad uh, omen. A uh, good omen. Good, good omens, omen. that's correct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have not gone down the good omen pathway, as you can tell, but everyone has told us we should. Yeah, Sophia is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would watch that show. Let's just... Let's just fight for humanity out on the lanai. (laughs) (laughs) We're playing games with Kristen Anderson Lopez and Bobby Lopez. Are you ready for another one? Yes. Yeah. It's a speed round. Mm. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Appropriate awe. That's perfect. That's good. So Ask Me Other premiered on May the 4th, 2012, which also happens to be the day the first Avengers movie premiered. Coincidence? Yeah. Whoa. No, it's not. No. We're in the Marvel Universe. It's just nobody yeah, that's knows right. we are. That's right. I haven't made our movie yet. <laughs> that's right. With that there. beard, I think you have a good chance, though. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm counting on. <laughs> that's right. That beard is in the Spider-Verse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so nine years have passed since then, and things have happened in those years. So many things. So your speed round game is called Before or After. It is very simple. We are going to say an event and you are going to tell us if that event happened before Ask Me Another's premiere of May the 4th, 2012 or after. Okay. Okay. Kristen, you're going to go first. Okay. Here we go. The first Apple Watch is released. Before. It's after 2015. Kanye West interrupts Taylor Swift at the VMAs. Before. Before, I think that was when one of our very first questions. Game of Thrones premieres on HBO. After. Before 2011. The dating app Tinder. Oh. Before. After September of 2012. Not long after. Not long after. Wow. Yeah, it was this show that inspired it. (laughs) Uh, Elena Kagan appointed to the Supreme Court. Did you say cork? (laughs) It's the name of my uh, wine store. Supreme Cork is a great wine store. Yeah, (laughs) we only sell nine wines. Um, I, I, I'm gonna say before. I'm gonna say before. Before is correct. 2010, Disney World bans selfie sticks. After. 
After, yes, 2015, Pope Francis becomes head of the Catholic Church. After. After 2013. The first flash mob occurs according to the Guinness World Records. That's got to be before. It is, yeah, 2003. The movie Despicable Me foisted minions upon the world. Before. Before 2010. And the movie Frozen is released in the United States. (laughs) That would be after. That is after. (laughs) Okay, you did great. Out of 10, you got seven. All right. All right, Bobby, seven is the score to beat. All of these for you. Here we go. Before or after 2012. The Supreme Court rules that same-sex couples have the right to marry. Mm. Uh, I'd say after. It is after 2015. Yeah. Okay, Rebecca Black releases the song Friday. I think that's after. Before, just before 2011. The term dad bod first appears in the Urban Dictionary. Ooh. Uh, before. 2009, yes. yes. The Whole30 Diet. Um, I think that's also before. Yep, 2009, also 2009. The bullet journaling trend. After. After is correct, 2013. Season one of the podcast Serial. I feel like that's like right around the same time, but I'm going to say after. A little bit after, 2014. NASA's last space shuttle launch. Oh, I think that was before. Yeah, right before, 2011. Starbucks starts making their pumpkin spice lattes with actual pumpkins. False. False. That sounds like a true or false. No, it must, that must be. At some point, they did not, and then they started doing right, right, right. it. Let's say that's after. It is after, 2015. Yeah. The first statue of a non-fictional woman erected in Central Park. Those are before. No, uh, no, after, 2020, non-fictional woman. I should say the statue uh, in question commemorates the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, and it's three suffragettes, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and Sojourner Truth. Uh, and lastly, the Book of Mormon premieres on Broadway. Before. Before 2011, that's correct. Yeah. Right. All right. So well done. How, how, what was the, what's the ending score, score on that? Well, Bobby, you got Whoa. eight. <gasps> hey. Just edged out of victory. All right. It's Congratulations a... or my condolences well if you are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, Bobby, such a pleasure as always. And we'll see you at the finale. All right. Bye, you guys. Take care. Yeah. Thanks again. Take care. That's our show. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolt a Cannon. Our games were written by our staff, along with Emily Kramer and senior writers Camilla Franklin, Andrew Kane, and Mary Tobler, with additional material by Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another is produced by Nancy Seychow, James Sparber, and Ramel Wood, with Gianna Cappadona and our intern, Zach St. Clair. Our senior producer is Travis Larchuk. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal. And our boss's bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grudman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm her ripe begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Next time on Ask Me Another, it's our final episode, and we're doing it our way. Sure, we'll play a couple of games with friends, but after nine years on the air, for our final, final round, 
Jonathan and I will answer some of your questions. So join me, Ophira Eisenberg, on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions.